Merve says there is a smear campaign engineered to eliminate the business of the Gupta family and gain obvious political achievement. The Gupta family intends to prove their conspiracy theory in court documents due to be filed on the 20th of January next week. This is in relation to the explosive affidavit submitted by the Minister of Finance, Private Gordon, last year, stating that the family was involved in 6.8 billion rands worth of suspicious transactions. We're now on the line to Gupta family lawyer, Gert van der Merve, to speak more about this. A very good afternoon to you, and thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us, Mr. Van der Merve. Thank you for having me. So, I mean, in the... In the past couple of months, you've objected to some of the statements and even innuendo around your client and the credibility of some of the financial transactions made. And you've said you're going to respond in court. So is this finalization of that process? Is that why we're talking about this issue again today? Yes. Uh, I was called to, to have this interview with you. Um, I, I said to a previous uh, journalist that we are in the process of finalizing the papers. And and I've said that the version of the family and the group of companies in their papers will be exactly what they've said since the moment this application was issued. So nothing nothing has changed. They intend to show that in the papers we, we will soon file. Mm. Now, I know you've uh, always maintained, not only as the legal representative, but the family itself has been talking about a smear campaign that's engineered to, I quote, eliminate the business of the Gupta family and gain obvious political achievement. What exactly do we mean by this? Well, you, you see, again, I don't want to preempt what will, what will be said uh, under oath by, by the person who will depose to the affidavit which will be filed. But, but I think it will be safe to say that the vision will be that this application was never necessary to, to, to be issued and it was never necessary to have the relief sought uh, confirmed by a court because there's no dispute about what the minister asks the court to, to back up by way of a court order. So, so there, there is, as far as the instruction of my client is concerned, obviously an ulterior purpose with this application and that is what they intend to deal with in these papers. So does that mean that your client then also denies reports claiming that they try to pressure the minister to intervene on their behalf with the banks? They indeed deny that and, and I will please invite you to, to read those papers when, when it's filed. In, in fact, uh, the contrary is stated in the papers to say that, that we've asked for help all along, uh, wherever it appeared that it was more than just asking for help, we apologize. And and you will see that there are references to to correspondence between the minister and Mr. Hawa con- confirming that. Uh, so, so the application uh, was a surprise to, to, to imply where it says that, that Hawa exercised I don't think that's accurate, and I think it's mischievous to assume that. Mm. But just in terms of what the finance minister himself is also seeking, that there is a clear understanding of his mandate and role, that he cannot, as a finance minister, intervene in what he believes, uh, and if I quote it correctly, is private business, that as a minister of finance, he cannot 
uh, intervene on the, on behalf of a, a, a family or a business with uh, the banks as private entities, as it were? You see, that, that's common cause. It was never the version of, of the Outpay Group <clears throat> that there is an obligation of the minister to intervene. And, and that's never what they asked to do. They asked for help. You know, um, in, in one of the letters, Mr. Hawa said to, to the minister, as a captain of industry, surely you, you'll be able at, in, in some way, somehow to help us. And, and that doesn't say intervene in the relationship between bank and client. What it says is maybe play a mediatory role. Uh, mm-hmm. Do what you can do as a minister because you're, you're the highest elected person as far as the industry of, of commerce is concerned in our country. There must be something you can advise us on. And I think that was the approach. And remember, the same approach was made to, to the uh, opposition parties. The same approach was made to the Reserve Bank. It was in no way a secretive approach. And that is why uh, we, we were a bit surprised to, to, to read that uh, the idea was that Mr. Hawa exercised undue pressure. Hmm. And just in terms of the court documents that are going to be filed, the alternative or what you see as uh, perhaps even uh, mischievous uh, intent of this court action, will that also be leveled against the banks? Will that also be leveled against the Financial Intelligence Centre? You, you see, uh, again, I, I can't give evidence. I'm uh, luckily, I'm just uh, the poor attorney who, who must advise the client. But but I understand the version to, to be that that there was um, an exercise uh, executed in 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 proper planning and inquired to achieve this end goal. Mm. And uh, I do understand the sensitivity, as you say, this has not yet reached court. But I also want to understand your client has been repeatedly saying in the media as well that uh, they want to follow up with a financial intelligence center for them to provide this information, which is alleged to be uh, from the banks. Is that still underway? Will that also be the subject of court action? I'm glad you asked me this. You know, um, when, when the minister's application fell on the 14th of October, there was not one single newspaper who did not report on that. And in fact, earlier in your introduction, you said explosive uh, affidavit of the minister. Now, what is far less known is the fact that the Guptas issued an application against the Financial Intelligence Center since the FIC, as, as it's referred to, uh, refused to to give access to the information uh, and those transactions who, uh, uh, to which I am of the view that my client was entitled to get access to. They refused and they filed an opposing affidavit to say that we refuse to give this information. It's the first time since the establishment of FIC that anybody asks for information. And by the way, we're just a regulatory body. We're not going to give you this information. So, so now, on the one hand, we get accused of doing something wrong, and there's a list of these dubious transactions. So when we ask the Financial Intelligence Center to give us the detail of these transactions, since we can't, we can't uh, uh, from the face of that certificate, ascertain which transactions to, to investigate, they say, no, you can't get the information. So, so how am I to, to respond to those allegations if I'm not 
even access to the information. Mm. And do correct me if I'm wrong here, because I'm also just muddling about trying to understand here, Mr. Fanon Mather. Is the nature, though, of intelligence gathered not to remain in the hands of those who are doing that until or unless they intend to take action against the person that they're uh, probing or looking into? That is indeed the purpose of the Financial Intelligence Center. It's, it's, it's like a big black box. All the information goes in there. And if any uh, body of, with investigative powers wants to investigate, they just draw that and, and then it's there for, 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 for anybody to, or for that body at least, to use an investigation. But, but the situation of the family and the group is a bit different. Remember, there's an application that comes out by the Minister of Finance of a specific country. That minister says that, listen, there's a serious state of affairs going on. And to prove this, I'm, I'm going to append a certificate that I got from the Financial Intelligence Centre. Now, now, now the respondent must, must reply to those allegations. And the respondent tells the media that we're in a position to show you that each and every transaction was a lawful and valid transaction. But we can't identify those transactions from the certificate. Now I'm denied access to the information. How am I, how am I to, to, to respond to these allegations? Mr. In short, uh, this is a question we're asking our listeners as well. Do you believe that this court action will finally put to arrest the allegations, uh, innuendo, uh, and uh, even negative publicity and reports around your clients? No, the, the court won't rule on that. That's not part of the. That's not part of what the minister asks. It's not part of the relief. And and I think in in all fairness to to the court and and the judges who will hear this, uh, it, it's not. It's not uh, relevant to the question asked as far as the relief is concerned. So now I don't think the court will clear that. Thank you so much for your time in speaking to us. And we look forward to you giving.